0: are locked on wildcats your daily podcast on the arizona wildcats part of the locked on podcast network your team every day happy thanksgiving everyone now you might be saying these guys you know what uh, they've been off the last few days but you know what not a lot of people are working on Thanksgiving. That's just that's a fact of life. It's the way it is. You know what? It's the way it should be. That's the way it is. Should for the be.
1: folks who are working on Thanksgiving. Yes,
0: we app- thank you yes. for working on Your Thanksgiving. Your is greatly yes. appreciated. Yes, but you know who? You know who we can count amongst the people working on Thanksgiving? Who's that, Mike Luke? John Schuster and Mike Lurie. Holy
1: cow. You know what? Holy First cow. First of all,
0: we want to get a little bit of an update here. John Schuster, how... Uh, you were out of town. <laughs>
1: well, it's not its not the elitist kind of trip that you get to oh, take. VIP to Denver. VIP yes. Can we agree Only that
0: Denver is better than L.A. County? Oh, God, yes. Yes, oh, high five. God, That's a yes. high five you heard. And right I don't there. even
1: like Denver. Yes. Uh, and uh, holy crap is L.A. County a cesspool. Uh, uh, L.A. and L.A. County is a cesspool. Now, I like... I like where my friends live in Redondo Beach. Mm-hmm. I like where my friends live, and our mutual friend lives in Huntington Beach. Huntington Beach is By the
0: way, I'm working on the mutual friend. We got to get our schedules, cause, but I'm hoping maybe next Tuesday that we're going to have a uh, threesome, not in the way that you guys think. <laughs> well, but, yeah. yeah,
1: please don't be yeah. thinking yes. that.
0: Whoa, John Schuster and Mike Luke on this end. And, uh, and then... Please Kev- don't be thinking yeah. that. And then Kevin Wood- <laughs> Kevin Woodman. Yes. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, keep going though. So, But yeah, uh, I agree
1: with you. L- L- LA County's... LA and LA County is a cesspool. The areas around it are really nice. Traffic is... Traffic is worse. We all know that LA traffic is horrible. Problem with LA traffic that's irritating. Okay, quickly. And there, there's a lot of Arizona sports to talk about and we'll spend good portions of the podcast getting there, I promise. Um, th- this is not the LA freeway sucks podcast. for about the first 7 minutes it is though. It, uh, so, so buckle okay. up. Okay. I have immense respect for the involvement of that freeway system when it was created in the 50s. Okay. It is a it, it is a remarkable construction of the Eisenhower
0: era. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yes.
1: And but how in the hell when you knew that there was traffic overflow 40 years ago 30 years ago 20 years ago and it's just getting worse and worse and worse you haven't fixed it that's the thing right. that you still have 70 years after making this freeway system which is remarkable on the surface and finding out the things the, the mistakes the understandable mistakes you made along the way mm-hmm. Not repairing them. Right. And not getting 15 mile an hour cloverleaf entrances still. Right. That's 70, that, that stuff's outdated 40 years ago. Okay. I, look at, and and not to, you know, Keep not, going. Not, not to go into the freeway love fest of Phoenix, but that place gets it. And they learned a lot from the mistakes that LA made. Uh, and that's great. The difference is they learn from the mistakes and try to improve upon the mistakes and seem to do a pretty good job and seem to be ahead of the curve here as much as they possibly can. Los Angeles appears to have, and, and California in general, Southern California, I'm sure Northern California is the same way, they have fixed it. Right. I mean, because now now if you start fixing it, you're still 20 years away from getting it done. Right, right, you know, as right. opposed to if you had dealt with this 40 years ago, you'd be done by now. You've got to deal with this at some point. And, and, and not dealing with it... Only makes it worse when people continue to have moved there over the course of many uh, many of the last decades. It's a monstrosity. I've I've heard some other conversations about how maybe some of this is intentional, which is also an absolute embarrassment. But nevertheless, yes, L.A. County, L.A. and L.A. County sucks. There are a lot of cool places in Southern California that aren't in LA and LA County. We all know the freeways are brutal.
0: Anyway, I hear while I was away, Mike Luke. Real <laughs> quick, I want to put something on LA, too, mm-hmm. real here, because yeah. uh, we have another friend, Ben White, that always says, oh, I live in LA. and uh, Is that you, what he says? Tucson, Arizona. Is you that know what he we, says? I'm sorry, man. Like, Ben, appreciate you. I'll be back out there at some point, but I would much rather live in Tucson than in LA County. Now, I'm sure Orange County. Uh, uh, San Bernardino is a little bit, probably a little bit different, maybe. Again, know. there are pockets. They're right. really good. But man, I'm telling you, the actual Metro mm-hmm. of... Uh, no, I'm no. I'll, I'll, that's a no. hard pass, as the kids would say. Yeah, it's, that, the, that is what the kids now, would say. one thing that I will say, though, about the LA driver, though, and I've always, I've gotten some flack for putting this out there, but you know what? Generally, we're revolutionaries here <laughs> we, the, uh, well, I think um, the Locked On podcast. Yeah, uh-huh. And so the one thing, though, that I have always... Uh, thought though is that people always complain they're like oh Tucson why don't we have better roads well our drivers suck I don't really know that I would get better roads I mean that's certainly an interesting interpretation that I would probably disagree with not
1: not on the crappy drivers but certainly on our deserving better roads of course we deserve better roads regardless of
0: our crappy driverness but nevertheless progress well, I also don't like it though too. Like when there's a widening of one intersection that will take six years. Yeah, that's embarrassing. Delivered as promised, I know shovel-ready jobs, <laughs> all of that, but RTA. Yes, but I do think the people in LA actually know how to drive much better than the people in Tucson. Well, it's easy when you're going about five miles an hour. That's true. That is that, That's true. It's a, It was a very. It was a very limited sample size. <laughs> so that's uh, John Schuster is back. Like I said, we're trying to get Kevin Woodman uh, on real quick. I want to let you all know about prize picks. Uh, It's not not gambling. Prize picks is fantasy stuff. You know what? So if you wanted to bet on fantasy or not bet on fantasy. Use it as an algorithm that gives you an inside track for your fantasy information. You're going to want to go with the Arizona Wildcats basketball team right there. Because there's probably some pretty good prize picks to be had. And we're going to talk about that coming up. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. Ah, oh, it's going to be hard to find that ad locator now. Um, That didn't. took way too quickly. All right, here's the deal. Arizona basketball is good. Um, Arizona absolutely mopped the floor with Michigan in a game that was not fluky either. Arizona was just better than Michigan. It wasn't like they made like 10,000 threes and, you know, uh, uh, Arizona just had better athletes across the board. And you know what? They exerted... Everything that they basically could on Michigan. This was a game that even the big, the biggest Sean Miller lovers out there, like Jason Shear, would say that Arizona would beat Michigan eight out of ten times with Lloyd. Probably not the same with Coach Miller. And the difference, though, is I think this is the first time since Lute Olson was here that we've act- you've actually seen athletes that have been allowed to be unleashed out there on the court, John. One
1: are of the areas of concern that I thought Arizona was going to have this year? Was I? I was there. Uh, I was concerned that Coloco was going to get in foul trouble, and when he did, that Arizona as a team was going to be about a position short mm-hmm. across the board, and that was going to be a problem against taller teams. What has happened instead is that Coloco has been able to stay on the floor, and Lloyd has used a lineup that includes about four out of five guys on the roster who are 6'6 six, six or taller. Right. So he's utilized the wings in an interchangeable, not in a he plays the three and maybe he has to play the four because we're undersized but more in a we got a we've got a bunch of these guys let's just play them all at the same time right we're not going to switch one out for the other constantly it's not going to well you've got you know, two guys who are sort of playing. One guy who's playing a three, maybe maybe one guy who's out of position in a four. But we got two guys on the bench. Right. We're going to switch out the two guys on the bench and do the exact same thing with uh, one guy who's a wing and another guy who's an over uh, an undersized four. No, he'll just play. Right. Lloyd will just play three wings. Right. For sure. And and it gives Arizona instead of Arizona being a small team. It has completely changed the dynamic, and Arizona's a taller team than pretty much anybody it
0: sees. Right, and and it was, uh, uh, I think it was Robbie Hummel. And that's been a problem for the opposition. Yes, yes, yes. It was, uh, I love that. When it was uh, Robbie Hummel, who, by the way, is a very good play-by-play guy, was talking about Arizona, and he said, this is one of the tallest teams, he says, that I've seen. And Coloco is, you know what's crazy about saying this, is that we are, I think we're at the point with Coloco now where you got a? There's a real chance that he's not going to be here next year. Oh, I mean, would be at, at he, this at this rate, it, and again, at this, right. Really,
1: really early. Right. Yada yada. yada, but all uh, the rest of it. But it, if, if he's if, made himself if, a lot of Scott's, money through five games, if, yeah. If scouts look at his athletic potential and, and the just, development that he, and he has, he looks like taken he's nine on,
0: feet tall. He looks there.
1: like he he looks like a lottery pick. He does. He, he doesn't he, even just look like he may not be net back next year. He right. looks like he's he looks working his way into the like bottom end of the lottery. Yes. Yes. Exactly. And and that's and that's and. And watching him has frustrated me with somebody else a little bit. And development and the rest of it. And again, not just Tommy Lloyd, Arizona's coaching staff is looks like it has some people who know how to develop. If Coloco becomes a lottery pick next year, mm-hmm. if, mm-hmm. that will be one of the remarkable development stories of Arizona basketball that we have seen in a long Correct. time. That is... There's no such thing as an overnight success. Right. But that's damn close. Right, for sure. And, and and it makes me kind of feel bad for another and this guy popped just popped into my head. Another really raw, incredibly athletic talent who never understood basketball was Angelo Chole. Uh-huh. And I and, uh-huh. and, and 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 part of me wonders if if time had been different, if things had been different, if Chole had the opportunity to play for Different, different people who could develop him a little bit better mm-hmm. if his outlook may have been, based on the raw athleticism, if maybe, maybe, maybe he was an example of somebody who could have succeeded a little bit better than he ultimately did. And, and for no real reason that comparison popped into my head. But just seeing what Coloco has done and the impact that he has made as a result, Michigan had no
0: answer for him. No, they didn't. And
1: now all of a sudden we're not going from "Quote unquote," Schuster thinks he's the most important player on the team. To Dude,
0: he is the best. He's the best player on the team, and
1: yeah. and nobody else has an answer for him. Correct. Yes. And and that's a that's a very different uh, dynamic. That is really good news uh, you know for Arizona all, you know so you, far.
0: You know what you've also seen too. I think with uh, with the Tommy Gun is they're calling. Oh, it? oh is that what they're calling it? The, uh, no, they're not. not actually just, uh, um, I just I put that out there. Ah, it's good. really cheesy, but you know. I don't hate it, so you know what. <laughs> so it's. I, I also don't hate built bar. Built bar is here to stay. So is the Tommy Gun. So mm-hmm. yes, wow. We're, yes, we're gonna go with both of those and uh, Matty M. Mm-hmm. Um, all those. Are, guys. You out, uh, are you gonna
1: deck out? Are you gonna deck out Tommy Lloyd in uh, '40s gangster <laughs> yeah, attire? Yeah, no, exactly. And, and then get in trouble because you're making a gun reference. and yes, that's going to sure. Offend
0: somebody. That picture of John Dillinger down uh-huh. at Hotel Collins, right, right. is gonna be replaced by the Tommy Gun. And they're gonna have a statue oh, right next gosh. to each other. That's gonna that be beautiful. Would be really funny. can you <laughs> imagine you come in here. A locked-on Wildcats, inspiring. Uh, in every early April, when Arizona wins
1: seven championships right. in yes. a row, they're going to have the uh, they're going to have Tommy Lloyd days. Yes, down at Hotel Congress and Dillinger days still in January. Like, you
0: get like a third off every drink or something <laughs> like that. You know, nice. with the Tommy Gun. Uh-huh. Um, People going to dress like. Do you think like Tommy, Tommy Lloyd, Lloyd drinks?
1: Uh, What's your vet tell you?
0: Not a lot. Yeah, he didn't strike me as a drinker. No, and I and it
1: wouldn't surprise me. And this is. It would not surprise me if he drinks less and certainly drinks more responsibly after what happened to a few over the summer. That may be something, <laughs> yeah. one of those things, where, the friend kind of overstepped a little yeah, bit. Maybe I need to, you know, just in case. Just maybe I in case. All, you know, just, that's a good reminder. Yeah, that for sure um, it's a good reminder. Yeah, so I... You know, it's nice to see what okay, you love comparisons. I do. So I last week, I will try my best and fail on a lot of occasions to be overzealous on one prediction a week. Mm-hmm. It's going to be my new goal that I will fail on last week. Last week's Th- That's what they
0: call the hot take. Is that what they call that's it?
1: Okay. Call it. Last week's Oh God, I hate that phrase. Yeah, it's last isn't week, it terrible? last week's you say that phrase because it sounds like throat gunk, which I always get in the big city in yeah, LA. Y- yes, anyway. Exactly. So so the throat gunk of a hot take, which I can't <laughs> even say. Last week I said This is like Arizona, contaminated Tabasco sauce. Yeah, that's much better. Last week, I said something to the effect that the way that Arizona is playing and the way that this Vegas thing is set up reminds me a little bit of the Wildcats coming onto the scene like the Great Alaska Shootout. Mm-hmm. Okay, That's an obscene thing to say based on what 1988 was. Mm-hmm. Okay, And we still don't know what Arizona... But I said it. Right. And then they went into overtime against Wichita State and proved me ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And then they blew the hell out of Michigan. <laughs> For sure. So now it looks, it looks a wow, there may have all- been something to that. Next comparison. Sure. This week's comparison. I don't want to forget next week's, compar- this week's comparison. A lot of people are understandably comparing, I know you love comparisons, a lot of people are understandably comparing Arizona to Gonzaga. What about this Arizona team maybe looks a little bit like the early '90s
0: UNLV teams. Oh, and we know how you like uh, those early uh, UNLV teams. Uh, yeah, yeah, And I yeah, also yeah. like the
1: current Gonzaga yeah, teams, you but cer- you certainly do, early '90s you know, UNLV teams, yeah, huh? Yeah, uh, huh? Right, yeah. Huh? And
0: basically just running you, running you off the court because we got better players. Defense leading to offense. You know, one thing too that I noticed that really stuck out too is like I don't think that Miller really knew how to like play transition basketball, even if he wanted to. The thing that's so much different about the Tommy Gun era. Is that when they're.
1: (laughs) It's going to explode. It's going to explode. You're you're going to be really frustrated when you don't copyright that.
0: I I know. And somebody else takes Uh it. Back the A. Um, But. uh, when they when there's an outlet pass or when the, when the ball is rebound they're not throwing it to somebody to dribble up the court yeah. there's one pass there's one and mm-hmm. then boom you're at the rim right it's and you know this should be a no dust statement but you can move the you can advance the ball faster with a pass than you can with an actual yeah. dribble up the court right. and they i mean they were into everything so quickly against Uh, against Michigan that like I said Jawan Howard was just saying Jawan Howard's talking after the game and he just says yeah they're pretty good (laughs) yeah I mean you know and Jawan Howard I think is probably he's shown that he knows what he's doing so far at Michigan so this is going to be a this is going to be a fascinating thing to be able to just kind of follow yeah the secret is out I think the secret is out you know what the secret is out that we're also going to be previewing the territorial cup tomorrow here in about four minutes thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats